0: This is Coach Brendan, sir. Welcome to another podcast of Coaching You. Last week, we had a great podcast with Jay Wright uh, talking about his fabulous new book, Attitude, uh, Mindset for Winning on and Off the Court, and uh, appreciate the comments from everyone. But, you know, watching today's selection show, I was really uh, had the idea of coming up with a little uh, podcast and visit with you regarding this week this week's selections and also uh the first round of the tournament so what i wanted to do is kind of break down from my point of view uh the selections not talking about who or who did not get in or out uh, that the committee did a pretty darn good job on that but really what i wanted to do was to kind of take you through the matchups and some of the things i saw with it and i think it's a great field and obviously as you know the experts have commented a uh, terrific terrific proceeding process by the committee. Uh, First off, let's go with the defending national champ, Jay Wrights of Villanova Wildcats, playing the winner of the Mount St. Mary's uh, University of New Orleans game, who are having a a play-in game. That game will be played in in Buffalo, I believe, on Thursday night. Uh, Villanova, obviously, when it's one versus 16, that's a great opening thing. The game that is – the one that's – really fascinates me is the 8-9 game, the Wisconsin-Virginia Tech. Wisconsin, I thought, was a really solid team all year. Uh, Struggled a little bit at the end, but I really am impressed by what I see with Buzz Williams' team. A very, very difficult first-round game for Wisconsin. If Virginia Tech gets by that, I could see them giving Villanova all they can handle. That second game of the first weekend is an awfully tough game, no matter who you are. Even for teams that go on and win the championship, that second game is a struggle game for them. So watch out for that game. I think in the next one that really is fascinating is Virginia versus University of North Carolina, Wilmington. Kevin Keats has a terrific team with a lot of veteran players, a lot of fourth- and fifth-year players against a team that is always historically a phenomenal defensive team. Our friend Tony Bennett can really flat-out coach. Defense's team has been challenged to score the ball this year. And if, UNC, if they can't stop UNC Wilmington, this could be, as I believe Seth Davis predicted, an upset. Uh, but I like Virginia because of their conference that they play, and I like them also because of the defense that they play, and I'm a huge Tony Bennett fan not that i don't love kevin Keats, but it's a tremendous challenge for them to come by love kevin kevin's team but a very difficult first game to them a 5-12 12s have always been the team that is going to upset the fives so be aware for this one florida east tennessee is i think a really difficult matchup for florida you know they have east tennessee has just had a fantastic year you know, and they are really, really playing. Great coaching there from East Tennessee. They won the league uh, in a very tough Southern Conference. Florida, I thought, was one of the best teams that we played all year. Uh, Mike White is an unbelievable coach. and But when he lost John to in the all, second half of the Auburn game with a torn ACL, this incredibly strong, powerful uh, college center – at 6'10", 6'11", 280, just an incredible specimen that could really fill space, get great feet. I think this has really hurt their squad because there's no replacement for a player like this at the collegiate level. So uh, I think Florida, based on how sound they've been all year, they've played, you know, if they played everyone except Vanderbilt, (laughs) they, they had a hell of a shot all year. So I like Florida, they're playing in Orlando, I, I like them to survive in advance. Uh, and, the, you know, Duke and Troy, a two fifteen game. Duke's playing, obviously, exceptionally well. They really got it going right now. Everyone's predicting, you know, Elite Eight for them. Uh, South Carolina Marquette, the 7-10 matchup. Uh, it's in Greenville, I believe. And so South Carolina, a huge advantage there. Marquette could really score the ball. But I like I, – I'm a big Frank and a Martin fan. I love the, the defense his kids play with. They can really shoot the ball. Even though people think they're offensively challenged, they got some kids that can really shoot the ball. They're very disciplined, but their defense is like none other in college basketball. Uh, I like South Carolina almost in a home game. Baylor, New Mexico. Baylor's had a great year. Very difficult zone to prepare for. I think New Mexico State struggles. SMU maybe the best small ball team in America. Incredible job Tim Jankovic has done there. They play the play-in winner of the Providence Southern Cal game. So the huge advantage of being able to prepare, you know, for them not having to play a game and then day off and play. So I think SMU advances. So that's the East region just in the first round, first weekend. Uh, now to go to the South, uh, North Carolina in a 116. Texas Southern played them this year, you know, again, They're really, uh, you know, a really good team. They really do a great job in the whack, You know, and Mike Davis is a fabulous coach. Carolina, though, is a team that, you know, easily could have won the championship last year. A lot of people think they're going to cut down the Nets this April. Uh, Arkansas, Seton Hall, love the coaches of both teams, love the style of play of both teams. I think it's a really difficult game to pick. I know Arkansas well. I love their style of play, but Kevin Willard can flat-out coach I think it's a toss-up game. Minnesota, I think, is maybe the most improved team in the year. Richard Pitino has his team played at in an incredibly high level. Love these kids. Love the athletes they have. Like their style of play. Kermit Davis's team at Middle Tennessee is the best mid-major in college basketball. They really get it done. They have an older team score scored a ball. After every score, they're going to a 1-3-1 half-court trap. Like the way Middle Tennessee plays, obviously they had the great upset over Michigan State last year. They're not going to sneak up on Minnesota. Minnesota has to survive this game or else Middle Tennessee will get its confidence. Uh, Butler Winthrop, Butler has had an incredible season. Uh, you know, Chris Holton just incredible job that he has done this year, uh, beaten Villanova twice, team that just has numbers similar to Bandy, Florida, uh, and, and Chris has just had a team, you know, but I think that, you know, even though this is one of those four thirteen the five twelve 12 the 4 13 games, and the tough ones, uh, you know, I expect Butler to, to move on. You got Kentucky, North Kentucky, Northern Kentucky in the second game. John Brandon, you know, really built that program quickly, you know, putting his fingerprints all over it. You know, tremendous achievement having won the league, uh, but Kentucky is, you know they're they're the cream of the SEC and boy they were tough. Uh, Cal's got some terrific kids. They you know I I think you know the backcourt is as good a freshman backcourt as I've ever seen in college basketball. You know so he's got he's got some real athletes there he's real play and they're playing in Indianapolis. I I like Kentucky to move on but the second game the Dayton Wichita State winner is a monster. You know it's a seven ten game, but you talking about Arch Miller one of the best young coaches in college basketball, and Greg Marshall is one of the best coaches I've ever coached against. This guy can flat-out coach. We played him in a battle for Atlantis uh, down in the Bahamas at Thanksgiving. They just, you know, gave us a butt-whooping down there. Uh, great athletes, great coach. I love the matchup. I don't know how, in God's name, Wichita State got a 10-seat. I think it's almost criminal. They are a team that I think should be on the 6-7 line. At least uh, great athletes, you know, they're saying that the Valley is a tough, you know, is a weak league this year, it doesn't matter. They're not a weak team. Uh, you know, we have UCLA, you know, against Kent State. Kent State the match is always a solid, you know, program, solid league, you know, to deal with UCLA. I thought they were one of the really fun teams to watch this year. They can really score the ball. Uh, one of the more unselfish teams I've seen in college basketball years, Lonzo Ball. Amazing, but they have athletes, and he just – he might not take a shot and be the best player on the court. So I look for UCLA to advance in Cincinnati versus the play-in winner of the Kansas State Wake Forest game. Wake Forest is loaded. They have two first-round picks in John Collins and the kid Brian Crawford. They can really score the ball. Cincinnati is always – Mick Cronin's teams are the best in the country defensively play a really tough, you know, they're really a tough team defensive squad, well-disciplined, play as hard as anyone. That's a very tough first game for Cincinnati and Wake Forest, Kansas State winner. So we have the South going through there. I think now when you move to the Midwest, how can you not like Kansas? I love what Bill Self has done. Every year, Bill Self... He's almost the coach of the year, in my opinion, because Bill's team, this year it seemed that he reinvented his style of play. Usually he has two great postmen. This year he has guards, guards, guards. I love his backcourt, best backcourt college basketball. Uh, Love those kids, the way they play together. Josh Jackson is a guy that I think is the next Kawhi Leonard coming into the NBA. Spectacular player. Uh, Just love the way they play, share the ball, compete against a team that has that many older players on the team, very difficult to beat. In the first round, North University of North Carolina Central, you know, UC Davis. If if North Carolina Central advances, Lavelle Moton's one of the rising stars in college basketball coaching. Played against him this year, terrific coach. Uh, he'll make them he'll he'll his possessions will count. His teams will play hard if I'm not mistaken, his team is the most experienced in college basketball age-wise. So I think this will be. This is not a normal 16 seed. I think in the next one we have a great matchup in the eight nine. We got Miami from the ACC, Jimmy Larranaga's team versus Tom a Two great Final Four coaching veterans, two guys that always get the most out of their teams. This is to me, it's a total pick'em game. I love some of the kids on Miami because I think they got some real pro experience. I love their backcourt. But this Michigan State, Tom Enzo, they got a beat last year in the first round by Middle Tennessee. Watch out. They'll be ready. I think Miami has more talent. Toss-up game. The 5-12 game, though, has Iowa State, who wins the Big 12. Steve Fromm has done a great job. Uh, against Nevada, Eric Musselman, my old friend, coaching partner, all the way back to the Magic, uh, has done an incredible job in two years in Nevada, averaging about 26 wins a year. Uh, Eric is making an impact on college basketball. Eric's got guys that can flat out play. It's just two teams that excel at small ball. Uh, to me, it's an, it's a pick em game. Uh, Iowa State is the favorite. Purdue Vermont, a four thirteen game. Vermont is really good, but I love the size, the physicality of Purdue. They have a huge team with Swanigan, you know, and they are, and then you know, with another seven foot one center and Haas, you know, this is a team that's incredibly well coached by by Matt Painter. Very difficult for P- Vermont to upset them. Louisville, Jacksonville State, uh, Jacksonville State, great job in winning the league. Rick Pitino, though his experience in the in coaching in the tournament is almost unparalleled. I love Louisville's team. You know, don't have stars but have a really great balance, great team. So I look for Louisville to advance, you know, and then you know, and then play the winner of the Michigan Oklahoma State game, which Michigan went through maybe the most emotional thing we've ever seen in the postseason tournament uh with a plane crash. And then Oklahoma State, I think Brad has just been fantastic this year in getting that program back on track. Uh, I think this is a pick 'em game. I don't know if Michigan can handle the emotion of this past week. They're going to be a feel-good story all week. Oklahoma State can flat-out guard, pack line defense, look for an upset in the 7-10 game. Oregon got a devastating blow you know, losing their shot blocker Boucher, you know, this weekend with the torn ACL. As a three-seed playing 14, Iona, Iona can really score the basketball. They're going to go up and down with Oregon. Oregon's got players. Uh, the game is on the West Coast, so a huge advantage from a three-hour time zone shift for Iona. Uh, I think Oregon, though they'll be – don't be surprised at the at the closeness of this game because Tim Clues can flat-out coach. And they're going to get up and down, and they got kids that can make shots. But Oregon is a prohibitive favorite. A lot of people haven't gone to the Final Four. I think it's going to be tough to get there with this latest injury. A really neat matchup is the 6-11, the Creighton URI game. Creighton is a terrific team with a great coach. But URI, Danny Hurley has now all of his players back from the injuries of a year ago. And they were very impressive today in beating BCU. I like their team. I like how hard they play. I like their talent. I look for an upset with URI and Danny Hurley advancing to play Oregon. And don't fall asleep on URI Oregon because they have athletes. We're going to wrap up the West now with the favorite. And, the, you know, first time Gonzaga got a one seed and uh, a tremendous year for Mark Few and his squad. Playing the South Dakota State team who, you know, scored an upset in their Summit Conference to win. So you got a 1-16, Gonzaga should advance easily. But then the 8-9 game, the Northwestern Vandy, that is a pick'em game. It's a tough one. Chris Collins, their kids are going to be there on sky high all week. Now, Vandy has just been getting better, better, better getting better all season long. I love what Bryce Drew has done. An incredible coaching hire by Vandy last year to bring him in to replace the great Kevin Stallings, but Bryce Drew brings a real pro feel and pro touch to them. Great X and O guy, has great demeanor. Uh You know, it's a pick and game. Wouldn't be surprised at either one. Like Vandy because they got great shot, block, uh, great shooting, and then an interesting interior defense with Luke Cornett as a shot blocker, but also a seven-footer to choose the three-ball as well as anyone on their team. Like Vandy in an upset. Uh, Notre Dame-Princeton, I love the style. I hate that they're playing each other. Two teams that have, you know, really similar style, very cerebral, really smart teams, move the ball, play hard. Uh, I hate it's the first game because you don't want to need a team to leave the tournament. Uh, like both squads, love Mitch's team. Uh, Princeton was... From start to finish, the best team in the Ivy. Won their little mini four-team tournament, which was fabulous for the Ivy League. But I just really think Notre Dame, Mike Bray, the job that he does, and his kids, they play so hard. If they don't have any injuries, I'd like their team to advance. West Virginia, Bucknell. Bucknell is a flat-out solid team. Uh, Coach Davis and his couple of years that he's been there now it's really turned that thing in a great way continued what Dave Paulson had done at Bucknell and I love the way they they play their style of play is outstanding West Virginia though there's no team in college basketball that plays this style pressing from start to finish coming to you after makes misses uh, you know hugs does an incredible job he's got unbelievable athletes they excel under the pressure I just think it's a tough, tough game for a team like Bucknell. They've never experienced this kind of pressure. It's gonna be a tough game for them to to pull out. In the two fifteen game, you got Arizona, North Dakota. Arizona having won in the Pac twelve, I think is a prohibitive favorite. They're a team that a lot of people think are gonna to get to the final four, certainly predicted to get to the second weekend. So I like Arizona. St. Mary's VCU two great programs you know two terrific coaches randy bennett's team at saint mary's these guys know how to win great ball screens great defense rebound the ball this is as fundamental as well coached the team as you're going to see in the tournament vcu will weigh, uh mr positivity mr poise mr cool uh his, his kids they play so hard so well this is a pick'em game I kind of think St. Mary's might have a little more size, uh, you know, but, and I believe it's a, you know, it's it's a West Coast game. So I I, I kind of give St. Mary's a slight edge in the 7 10 matchup. We got in Orlando, I believe Florida State playing as a 3 14 game against Florida Gulf Coast. Joe Dewey's been incredible, uh, you know, in winning the league there, getting to the tournament. Uh, Florida State has maybe as deep a team as there is in all college basketball. He's got 12. 12 guys that he plays every game, uh, maybe two, three uh, you know NBA players on the squad, they're loaded uh, prohibitive favorites in this game, you know, and it's guys that should get to the you know to the sweet sixteen. So I think you're gonna see them playing the six eleven winner, Marilyn Xavier, great matchup, you know with Marilyn you know having a fabulous record. Versus Xavier, Chris Mack and his staff do an incredible job of playing hard, rebounding ball, very physical style of play. The Big East Conference is for real. I mean, they have they have about seven squads in that league that flat out can play, and this is one of them. On any given night, Butler, Xavier, Dayton, you know, any of those te- I, I'm sorry, any of those teams, you know, with Butler, Xavier, Villanova, they can they bring it. Creighton. every night those teams are going kind of like Maryland in this one but I think wouldn't be surprised maybe we'll do this next weekend as we see who gets through the first weekend and we'll see what's going to happen to the Sweet 16 and then to the Elite 8 but as always I just wanted to make sure that we talk to our listeners and you know make sure that you you know go to coaching you live we're going to have some announcements in the next week or so on our clinics for the year Uh, coming up we're going to a new format we're going to announce some Four clinics in the spring, our two super mega clinics in Orlando and Vegas in July, and then four more in late August and early September. So we're excited about things are happening and coaching you live, and also we're excited about you listening to our podcast. Till next week, or even sooner, this is the coach, Brendan Sir.